can hear me. Greetings, friends. Welcome to Faith FM. Welcome to the Draft Time program. This is the Q&A, the big Q&A, the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. Friends, this is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Dionghuru here in South Australia in the studios of Faith FM, and I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. And uh, here in the studio, I have a good friend of mine who's going to uh, journey with me. In fact, we'll be journeying with him as he shares uh, on uh, uh, the theme as well as the topic of today. Now, the theme for this week uh, has been uh, how compatible is Christianity with uh, Halloween? Obviously, many of you, uh, as you go about uh, your duties, shopping, going here and there, you've noticed that there are creepy things all around the shops and uh, things that uh, look like they come from the bottom, <laughs> bottomless pit. Um, <laughs> the interesting things, obviously. And uh, yes, it is that time of the year where many people are celebrating uh, Halloween. So the theme for this week has been how compatible is Christianity with Halloween? Now, for today's uh, topic, uh, we'll be focusing more on this following question. The media peer pressure, and biblical Christianity. Now, the previous uh, presenters in this week, in this series, have presented on uh, uh, Halloween, and uh, um, the, uh, the question was raised whether Halloween have a biblical origin, and others have looked at you know, uh, whether uh, Christians uh, should actually engage in this uh, uh, um, uh, celebration, uh, and uh, is there... Is the spirit, is the supernatural real? That question was raised as well. But today, my friends, we want to focus on the media and peer pressure, uh, and, uh, biblical Christianity. And so I do have in the studio a good friend of mine, uh, Pastor Hugh Heenan. Pastor Hugh, welcome to the Faith FM big Q&A, the Draft Time program. Oh, well, thank you very much, uh, Fabian. It's great to be with you uh, yet again here on Drive Time Big Q&A, where we do engage with those big questions, and questions that I think are very uh, meaningful, very practical to everyday lives. Correct. And um, you're right, everywhere you go at the moment, there just seems to, we seem to be bombarded, <laughs> don't we, by oh, all yeah. kinds of gruesome, uh, ghoulish yes. uh, apparitions at people's doors, on their verandas, uh, on their cars. Correct. Uh, I don't know how you can possibly drive. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that being said, there's all kinds kinds of things happening around this time with Halloween. Mm. And uh, yes, we certainly will be looking at uh, uh, an, another aspect on that uh, that we need to be aware of as Christians. Yeah. You know, I... As a parent, I'm struggling to take my children around these shops uh, because uh, these things are freaky. Mm. But nevertheless, it's quite interesting. And just this week, I was just wondering, it's not interesting that people... Though they claim, and obviously I'm just uh, putting out a, a blanket statement, as they call it, uh, people do not believe in a creator God. Uh, they don't want to believe in uh, the God of the Bible, but yet they have such an interest in mm. the things of the mm. dark world, yes. uh, things that... Uh, you know, al- align themselves with death and mm. misery and suffering, mm. and people adore that. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just don't know how people <laughs> yes. can 
I, I, can, can, can um, I guess, find that more appealing? I, I was, I'm not sure. I think it really does point to the fact, it's really an evidence in and of itself, hmm. that, that we as human beings, we have a spiritual aspect. Correct. Uh, or, or a component to who we are. Uh, we are spiritual, emotional, mental, yes. uh, social creatures. Yes. Uh, we, we are also very physical creatures. And so uh, spirituality is a part of who we are. Yes. Uh, and when you... Um, there's also a, a deep desire on the part of human beings to, mm. to go deeper than the merely um, empirical and objective and go down, yes. drill down to the, uh, to the experiential right, and the, right. uh, uh, to acknowledge the fact that uh, we, we have subjective experiences that cannot be scientifically measured. Mm. Uh, and, and of course, uh, that opens us up to uh, the, uh, the understanding, the reality, right. uh, uh, commonly understood and, uh, and acknowledged that there is a supernatural, that there is very much a paranormal. Yes. Uh, and in the absence of a focus upon the God of light, uh-huh. uh, we can only uh, but uh, turn, been turning our backs to the God of light, end up uh, looking into the deep darkness. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, it's probably not a surprise. If anything, it mm. is um, evidence in spite of ourselves yes. that uh, we acknowledge that there is <clears throat> something more yes. than the physical, tangible realm. There is indeed, beyond the material, Yes. Uh, the the uh, non-material, uh, the uh, and of course, then people begin to wonder, well, what, what is there? And they start to look into mysteries. They look into the esoteric, and they get drawn into, uh-huh. uh, really, uh, sadly, into a, a terrible web uh, yeah. that uh, trips them up. And we are seeing a lot of webs around mm. this time uh, at Halloween, aren't we? Webs that go across houses and yes. uh, and, and costumes and all the rest of it. Correct. Uh, Correct. But uh, suffice to say, there is a reason for it, and that's because in the absence of light. All that remains is darkness. Mm. And we've already looked, in fact, have yes. we already looked this week? Yes. Uh, and uh, we're not going to delve into this any further, really, uh-huh. as, as such. Um, it's already been shown by our previous presenters that, you know, Halloween, you know, uh, what, what, uh, yeah, what should we understand in terms of the compatibility or non-compatibility, really, uh-huh. between darkness and light, between Christianity and Halloween? Mm. Uh, that the supernatural is very much real. It is, uh, and. Uh, what we're going to be delving into today really is, well, what then do we do with all the media, all the peer pressure Correct. that we face around us socially? Correct. Uh, in the face of all of that, how do we respond to retain mm. uh, and keep alive a strong connection with God, for not just for ourselves, but for our yeah. children, yeah. Uh, and uh, to be tethered to a very Christ-centered biblical Christianity? Yeah, I think that's uh, very good because truly today, we are bombarded mm-hmm. with those everywhere we go. Um, now, just um, uh, maybe for your interest, uh, uh, Pastor Hugh, uh, on the Christian headlines, there's this uh, article, Greg Locke uh, postpones church expansion plans ahead of mass deliverance service for children on Halloween. Uh, interestingly here, the, uh, the, the uh, gentleman uh, writing here, Milton Quintanilla, uh, says, and this was written on the 25th, uh, just yesterday, um, uh, of October. Uh, he says, Pastor Greg Locke of the Global Vision Bible Church in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, recently had to postpone his church expansion plans ahead of a deliverance service for children this Halloween due to legal action. According to the Tennessee, a lawsuit, um, uh, uh fired by Wilson County alleges the church, um, alleges uh, the church from doing construction work at its campus located in 2060 Old 
Lebanon dirt road uh, without site plan approval. Da 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 da. But what I found to be quite interesting is that um, uh, uh, earlier. Um, this month, Locke announced that he would hold a mass deliverance service for children on Halloween. And I quote, and these are his words, On Halloween night, we will be doing two very important things. One, uh, we will be conducting a mass deliverance service for children. Parents, don't miss this opportunity to pray for the uh, freedom and healing of your children. And uh, 95% of the adults we deal with in deliverance ministry have been under attack since they were there were kids. This will be a powerful move of the Lord, uh, Locke said on October 12th on Facebook, um, which has uh, amassed over 3,000 comments and nearly 10,000 reactions. Uh, quite interesting. And he says, we will once again be uh, burning all things related to witchcraft and the occult. Um, ask the Lord to show you what's in your home that that, that needs to be removed. And I can show uh, I can assure you uh, there are some items that must go. So those were his words. Now, interestingly, he's facing, obviously, some um, lawsuits, but that doesn't stop him from doing this great big plan that he has. Um, and uh, what I found quite interesting in this uh, statement of his is that um, 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 he is uh, wanting to do something that, uh, obviously, is probably going to... Uh, uh, maybe offend uh, some, but maybe be welcomed by others. Uh, and uh, obviously this uh, topic around this time seems to be generating quite a discussion. And uh, it's quite interesting that um, according to his statement, that 95% of the adults who deal with deliverance ministry have been under attack since they were kids. And I wonder, um, obviously, especially seeing that uh, we are now in that month where obviously these things are, are big and we have already just mentioned that uh, everywhere you go in the shops, you know, these are the things that you're bombarded with. And I wonder, Pastor Hugh, whether um, as Christians... Uh, we should, uh, be also active, just like we are mostly active around Christmas time in doing something, uh, that, uh, might, uh, uh, whether we want to generate a conversation or whether we want to, uh, I don't know. Should we be doing something? Yeah, that's a really good question and a leading question, I might add, as well. Okay. Uh, but, but it's interesting that you should say that because uh, uh, there certainly are a lot of Christian churches which have engaged with what they call light parties. Right. You know, as the uh, opposite or antithesis to darkness, you know, and saying, right. well, look, you know, we're, we're going to combat darkness with light. Right. And, and I can understand where they're coming from. Uh-huh. You know, certainly throughout uh, the history of Christianity, there have been those who've said, well, let's, let's meet Yes. Um, let's let's engage with the culture and let's uh, confront where the culture is at and let's yes. speak prophetically yes. uh, into the life of the culture uh, because we're, we're called to be salt and mm. yes, guess what, light, uh, and uh, therefore not to simply point at the darkness, not just simply to whistle at it, not just simply to uh, turn our backs on it and walk away or shake our head, but rather instead to be light to the darkness. So I can certainly have a great deal of empathy and sympathy yes. uh, for those who take that stance. Yes. Um, I think it's a little bit different in this instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, to some extent, I guess I'm probably only speaking personally when I say that to, to some degree. Uh-huh. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that when we do talk about Easter and we do talk about Christmas, yes, for for all my friends out there who uh, who, who who have all sorts of uh, concerns or uh, understandings about about those uh, festivals, uh-huh. uh, some would say, well, they're they're pagan in their origins. Others would say, well, hang on a moment, you know, Easter does have its origins going back <clears throat> or connection, uh-huh. a very real connection, uh-huh. calendrically. 
to right. Passover. Uh-huh. Uh, and so clearly there is a biblical connection there. Right. And there's a biblical connection with both uh-huh. in the sense that we are, we are commemorating right. the uh, birth and the death of Jesus Christ. Right. The most important Christian, um, uh, most important Christian event or, or event in Christian history, mm. in the world's history, was uh-huh. the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So yes. I can certainly understand why we we have engaged with the culture, and right. thankfully we can use these times to share the good news of the gospel with people around us, and they're much more ready or readily uh, willing to listen to the to the gospel and to the compelling nature yeah. of. Uh, the truth claims of Jesus Christ, mm. tethered and centered in history, uh, as well as in what he can do for our lives. But but here we're talking about <clears throat> something which does not in any way, shape uh-huh. or form, uh-huh. have any real connection with our Christian roots. Uh, we're talking about something which is completely outside of that. We're talking about something which, uh, as no doubt previous uh, presenters have uh, shared, goes back to uh, pagan origins, uh, Druidic origins, uh, and further beyond that as well, <clears throat> and related to sacrifices, uh-huh. sacrifices even of people, uh, let alone of you know bonfires and all the rest of it, right, uh, right. and uh, and communicating with the dead. Yes, not seeking to communicate with God, uh-huh. communicating with the dead. Right. Now there there was an effort in the eighth century uh, by the Pope of the time to move uh, All Saints uh, Day from back in May over to November. Okay. To the first of November, so that uh, October thirty first, you know, would be you know would go from being um, uh, the day of the, or the night of the dead, right, right. and uh, All Hallows Eve to becoming All Saints Eve. Okay, uh, and, and so the church tried to Christianize uh, okay. the the uh, the pagan origins of this. Uh-huh. But even all of that being said, right, I think there's an even better alternative. Right, and he, here's an idea. Uh-huh. Um, October thirty first. Is actually the day, yeah, that the Magisterial Reformation began to really flourish and uh, and and grow exponentially mm. and bring its impact into the world. And what I mean by that was that on October thirty first was the day, and we still call it Reformation Day, by the way. Right. October thirty first. October thirty first. Interesting. Yeah, it's still the day where wow. you know Martin Luther nailed his ninety five theses on the door of the All Saints Church wow. in Wittenberg, there in Saxony, mm-hmm. uh, and started uh, a ripple effect, right. which brought people back to the Bible, back to God, yes, uh, and uh, acknowledging. Yes. That uh, that we are only saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, mm. uh, and uh, really uh, that great reformation great. <clears throat> has made uh, so much of what's happened historically since then possible in terms of the great you know enlightenment and renaissance and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, it all started because we went back to the Bible <clears throat> and and understood. Uh, and, and, and opened ourselves up to hearing clearly from God and yes. not just from myths and traditions and superstitions. Seems to me we're going backwards when we talk about Halloween. Yes. Rather than moving forward and being progressive, you know, uh, you know, divinely progressive right. and being led by God, uh-huh. um, which is really, I think, uh, a, a great way to acknowledge what God has done mm. is to go back to Reformation Day. Uh, it's also the day, of course, that, um, and this has been verified that, that Luther <clears throat> sent his 95 theses to Albert of Brandenburg, the Archbishop right. of Mainz. Uh, Interesting. And, and that's certainly been verified. So this is a very significant day yes. for biblical Christians. And that's really our topic for today, isn't it? That we're yeah, talking about yeah. um, how do we withstand yes. and how do we uh, uh, not just withstand, but, but how do we continue to transmit and convey to our children mm. uh, 
timeless values right. that will be for their good uh, in a world where so much social media and peer pressure would have them uh, being tossed to and fro here right. and there by every wind and wave of doctrine, teaching, yeah, yeah. and ideas yeah, out yeah. there in the culture. Hey, that's that's very important. And Hugh probably remembers that I'm one of those people, based on my culture and background, who you know still finds some of these festivals a bit uneasy. You know, <laughs> but but nevertheless, I do recall that. Yeah, yes, yes, I but, do. but nevertheless, I do feel that. Um, that we have as Christians mm. uh, uh, a duty, really, yes. uh, in times like this to uh, share something. Because mm. why should uh, the, uh, let me call it the dark side, why should that be what triumphant, uh, triumph, triumphs, if that's the word, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, and, and, and we just stand there watching? I feel like we should definitely do something. Mm. And hence... Well, Yes, yes, it's interesting you should say that because it is true that you, yeah. know, you think about the Apostle Paul, you think about others in the New Testament, yeah. they took advantage right. of the belief systems, the practices, the philosophies, mm. uh, the, the cultural ideas that were, were very prevalent in their time. Yes. They would use those and then they would show the flimsy, yeah. um, ephemeral, here today, gone tomorrow nature of them yes. in comparison to uh, the the enduring eternal, never-ending, firm foundations we have in Christ Mm. that can never be taken away. So it's very true. We could look at many examples of that through the New Testament. Um, Look, uh, with just by the way, just putting legs on what we were saying before, people (laughs) like to dress up in all kinds of ghoulish costumes for Halloween. But uh, some friends of mine and myself, we enjoyed, when I was in New Zealand, we enjoyed dressing up as different Reformation characters. Ah, uh, So I'd dress up as this one and that one, so would would they, like Melanchthon or Martin Luther or Wesley and and all the rest of them that followed in train. We we would dress up as these different characters, Yes, um, but not just dress ups. We would actually remind Uh each other Right. of of the uh, of the so, you know the socially significant and life changing messages uh-huh. that these reformers shared with the, their times and which are timeless really uh-huh. uh, because they find their roots in the eternal uh, the eternal source of all life God Himself. Wonderful. Mm. Yeah, I wish we had time to delve deeper into this discussion but really it is connected to where we are heading because there is peer pressure around this time mm. and uh, mm. Christians are wondering what do we do myself as a parent I'm wondering what do I do for my children <laughs> yes, you know there's right. a beautiful book called Education written by a prolific writer mm. Ellen White mm. and uh, in that book we are in, in, uh, reminded of the need to uh, uh, help our children uh, in shaping character and, and, and helping them understand Light from darkness, all of that. So it, it's very important for me. You know, these are not just things that I look away, uh, look at and just look away. No, I think about the implication and what my children might be learning. And so really today's topic, the mm. media, the peer pressure and Christianity is timely. Mm. And I know that there's a lot of other people as well who are, 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 are interested in this. And so I want to pray that all of us will be led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, we invite your presence. Lord, I pray that you may minister unto us and that you may help all of us understand. And those who are listening, Father, we pray that they may be blessed and speak through uh, your servant, Pastor Hugh, as he shares. Be with us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so, friends, here's a song, Anthem Lights. Uh, yes, I will enjoy this song. Immediately after the break, we'll be back and I'll let you know how to get today's free I offer. I count on one thing. 
The same God who never fails will not fail me now. Will not fail me now in the waiting. The same God who's never late is working all things out. Is working all things out. Yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name. Oh, yes, I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy all my days. Oh, yes, I will. I count on one thing. The same God. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. This is Big Q&A uh, with uh, Pastor Hugh in the studio. And uh, I'm uh, Pastor Fabiano, and I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, dear listener. And uh, just your, just in case you're re- you're interested, um, we do have a giveaway today. And I hope and pray that you jump onto this giveaway. It is the NKJV, New King James uh, Version uh, of the Bible uh, uh, with study notes at the back of it. Um, And uh, uh, this is the NKJV uh, Bible with Mark Finley's uh, study notes. So at the back of the Bible, you get this beautifully designed, um, uh, well-organized Bible studies, which can enrich your spiritual life. Or if you want, if you're wanting to get this for a friend, a family member, I believe this is one of the uh, best gifts you can give. Uh, and so if you're interested, 
All you have to do is send to us a, uh, the following code word, uh, SA141 to the number 04888811. And so the code word is SA, as in the abbreviated South Australia SA, uh, one for one. So please do do that and we'll make sure that we send that to you. Friends, this is a gift once again, like I said, that um, uh, you should not miss. I believe that uh, you truly, you'll truly be blessed. Text in your thoughts on 0488 That's 0488 And so once again, we have the following title, The Media, Peer Pressure and Biblical Christianity as our subject for today. And we want to delve much into that. But we are speaking really under the theme, how compatible is Christianity with Halloween? And so friends, I believe that, uh, um, you know, there's no better subject to discuss today considering that that's what's around us today. Uh, and so I have here uh, Pastor Hugh, uh, who's going to lead us into this subject, and we'll look at what the Bible has to say as well. Uh, and we do live in, the, in a very interesting world. Peer pressure is real. And so, um, Pastor Hugh, how do we reconcile uh, 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 this the media, peer pressure, and biblical Christianity? What are your thoughts? Mm. Yeah, it's always been important to us as human beings <clears throat> to to want to be accepted, to want to be loved, uh, to belong, right. uh, not to be excluded or on the outer. And, and so all of us want to be in and not out. Correct. Uh, and peer pressure really falls into, it's, it's a dynamic which, of course, uh, uh, impacts people's lives because it is somewhat of an indicator as to, well, you know, are you uh, on the inside or are you on the outside? You know, are you accepted or rejected? And, and none of us wants to be rejected. Uh, and along with that, you know, where there is peer pressure, and particularly with a heightened peer pressure that comes along with social media these days, there's a great deal of anxiety and depression, uh, a, a huge amount of lower or lowered self-esteem people feel socially isolated uh, and and uh, their understanding of themselves maybe of their their body maybe of their appearance maybe of their their identity is distorted Um, all of these things can be true uh, or can be heightened as a result of social media right uh, but uh, they they certainly become have become much more prevalent and and predominant in society today, particularly for young people. Now, if you're adding to that uh, this whole... uh idea of a, a, a festival because let's be quite blunt and honest the, Halloween is not just a, an event it is a festival mm. it's in fact the most popular Wiccan festival or the, the festival on the Wiccan calendar which of course is all about witchcraft and the light and, and the like um, and so you know it's uh, it's su- suffice to say that this is something which delves into matters Halloween delves into matters which are uh, very much the opposite or in opposition and contradiction to a relationship with God. Mm. Uh, now, again, as you were mentioning before, there are there are those who've taken advantage of this and said, "Well, you know, let's let's confront the culture on this. Let, let's provide alternatives which right. allow people to to show their allegiance to God in the face of uh, those who would say, "Well, hey, look, you know, isn't it much more attractive or interesting to to chase after um, the the intriguing and and strange and." Um, uh, world of of the dead and of spirits and of paranormal and all the rest, <clears throat> um, and so you can understand why it is that that uh, people want to engage with it. But I think it's important for us to be be mindful of what the Bible has to say about uh, about Halloween, 
and to be mindful of how we can, therefore, biblically speaking, and and thanks to our relationship with God, withstand successfully right. uh, the onslaught of uh, uh, festivals and practices such as Halloween, which are very much uh, to do with the with the practices of those that are. Uh, well, let's just be quite clear that are non-biblical or anti-biblical. Right. Uh, now, in, in talking about that, uh, let's just uh, highlight something. When I was a kid, uh-huh. what was Halloween? Yeah. You know, I, I'd barely ever heard of Halloween when I was a kid because right. it, it had gone the way of the dinosaur, so they, so they might uh, say. Uh, because yeah. in, the, in the remnants of the Christian culture that existed in my childhood, mm. uh, we're now sadly living in, in much more of a post-Christian era mm. uh, in many respects uh, in terms of what's common in, in, the, uh, in society today. Yes. But, but back when I was a kid, hardly anyone spoke about or thought about or engaged with Halloween. You might hear something here and there from America. Right. um, But it's it's become much more common here now, of course. Yes, yes. And that's in keeping with the cultural influence that has come to us via the States, you know, the modern idea of of Halloween. Mm. And uh, now in in saying that, yeah, it's become highly commercialized. Right. There's a buck to be made out of it. And, Mm -hmm. of course, that in turn increases the amount of people that are engaged with it. Uh, And... It's now, in fact, the, get this, it's the second largest commercial holiday in the United States of America after wow. Christmas. You've got to be kidding. No, sir. And wow. so, you know, when we think about that, uh, yeah. it's probably no surprise then that it's increasing in popularity here as well mm. as time goes on. It's just simply an accepted part of life. But what Correct. is it really? Well, if you want to know what it really is all about, go back to listen to the previous uh, presentations on this yes. the last few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just very quickly point this out. Right. And that is it's about <clears throat> interacting with, communicating with, uh-huh. uh, and honoring the dead. Wow. Now, when I say honoring the dead, <clears throat> it's about stripping away the, the, any barrier between the living and the dead, right. uh, and giving reverence to the dead, uh, and traditions of, uh, that surround this whole idea of appeasing the spirits of the dead. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, mm. this is something which the Bible warns against. Correct. Yeah. And so, for example, um, and here we are <clears throat> here in this land of Australia. Yes. Uh, when the people of God were entering into uh, the land of uh, of Canaan, which you know we call today Israel, um, they uh, they were told this by by Moses in Deuteronomy mm-hmm. chapter eighteen. He right. said, "When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, mm-hmm. you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. Right. There shall not be found among you anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or charmer or medium or a necromancer. You know, a nec- I, I think I think sorry, Pastor. You, I yeah. think this is a powerful verse. Yes. Where do we get this from again? Yeah. So this is from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy eighteen, right? Uh, verses nine to twelve. Now, of course, Deuteronomy simply means yeah, the second iteration of the law, right? Uh, or right. instruction uh-huh. of God. Um, now. When it comes, in other words, it's worthwhile mm. repeating yeah. God's instructions. Interesting. That's where the whole yeah. Deuteronomy comes from. Right. And so it's well worth us today right. repeating these instructions of God that Powerful. help us to avoid some of the, the, the traps and the snares right. that the devil would like to trip us up with, mm. including the ones I've just mentioned just now. Yes. Moses is saying here, you shall not... Um, uh, you shall not follow. You shall not um, uh, pursue after those who practice yes. necromancy. Now, now, what is necromancy? Well, mm-hmm. well necromancy is is the communication with the dead. 
Right. It's, it's calling up the dead to talk yes. to them yes. uh, and to be instructed by them. Correct. And uh, to live your life accordingly. Correct. <clears throat> and, and God is saying, hey, no, 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 no. I'm not the God of the dead. I'm the God of the living. Mm. You know, I, I, I didn't, I'm not the architect of death. Correct. That's the yeah. devil. Yeah. I'm the architect of life. Right. The source of life. Right. And, and I want you to have the abundant life. I don't want mm. you to be sucked into these, this dim, dark, shadowy world. Correct. Uh, that has, that, that is, that just leads you on a meandering path. Yes. With a dead end. Mm. Um, rather instead, I've got a better future in mind for you. And so he says, not, there's not to be anyone found amongst you mm. who inquires of the dead. Just right. to be very, very explicit in this text. Yes, yes. For whoever does these things is, get this, mm-hmm. an abomination. Well, and what does that mean? Abomination. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, to to be uh, you know, abominated or, or, or abominable. Right. Um, yeah. I think we just accept uh, uh, the meaning of that term, but essentially it means to have this moral revulsion wow. uh, towards mm, something. Mm, um, mm. Something that's very bad. It's terrible. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, it's a very strong term. It is very strong. Very and, strong and, and, and very sad that one would want to be uh, um yeah, to be found in that state. Because mm. God, He is offering something far better. Yes. And, and, uh, He's saying, don't go there. Don't, 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 do not try to mm. contact or communicate with the dead. Mm. Mm. Wow. To, <clears throat> to be entranced by. Right. Uh, and, and live in admiration of that which is spooky and scary and mm. fearsome and filthsome and, right. and for that matter, um, you know, horror inspiring. Right. Um, yeah, that, that must be a, after a while, <laughs> that, that, that becomes a terrible way to, to think and to be. Correct. <clears throat> because you, you're living in, uh, you, you're living in fear and anxiety mm. for what's, you know, for what's around you. Um, if you fixate upon those things. And so God says, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want that for you. I want something better for you. And so he says, yeah. whoever does these things, is an abomination to the Lord. Why? Because they're, they're so focused upon the abominable, the revolting, that uh, after a while we start to think that way, become that way ourselves. Mm-hmm. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving out those nations before you. Right. Um, and so every time that you know, we're involved in, say, a Halloween party and yeah. decorations and trick-and-treating, uh, we're really submitting to this lie that, that these spirits have some sort of power over us, that they have mm-hmm. some kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. They have some kind of uh, greater relevance see in our life right. than the admonition and instruction of God who has wow. our best interest at heart. Mm. Uh, and, and we're really also ignoring yes. the fact that, that Jesus is the Lord of life, that, that he is the one who has won Wonderful. victory over death wow. and yes. over the grave and here we are just so focused upon it mm. and, and can't take our eyes off it. Yeah. Um, and, and so uh, are we going to continue to focus on death or are we going to rejoice in victory over death? Right, uh, right. And uh, so that's just how how important this really is. Yes. A story to uh, steal your thunder here. Uh, in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, uh, in the same chapter that, uh, in the same book that you're reading from, God says, I have set before you life and mm. death, mm. the blessing and the curse. God, God wants you to have the freedom, uh, freedom to choose. Yes. But he says, therefore choose life mm. that you may live. So, Around this uh, time of the year, my friends, do you want a trick or do you want a treat? You know, <laughs> and so I, I I pray that you accept a treat, and that treat is the Son of God, 
Jesus in you, Jesus uh, in me, the hope, the hope of glory, uh, yes. uh, scripture says, mm. because life is in Christ. Uh, it, that's really, this is what we should be looking forward to. Well, it is. And when you talk about trick or treating, it's really interesting that inherent, therefore, within Halloween is this whole, whole idea of peer pressure. Uh-huh. You know, if, if you go along with us. Right. Um, then we won't bother you. We won't trick you. We won't do anything nasty to you. Right. Um, but, uh, you need to give us something that's sweet, you know, some sort of treat. Um, <laughs> it's, it's sort of the, the ultimate, uh, spiritual shakedown, uh, yeah. you could say. Wow. Um, but, but, yeah. you know, look, there were those who might be listening saying, well, hang on, this is just a bit of fun for kids. And, and maybe you've got a point, you know, yeah. but let me, let me put something else to you, uh, you know, in saying that. Uh, and that is that surely, surely there's a, there's a, a better, yeah. Content or a bit of focus to have, uh-huh. um, or, or other times of the year where we can play dress ups with our kids, uh-huh. we can have special food, right. where we can have something that, uh, where we celebrate and we honor something that is truly honorable, mm. uh, that, that truly, um, elevates their thinking, that ennobles their mind, yeah. that, that deepens their character, um, rather than to focus upon something which is, really quite dark and dingy yes. uh, and that most kids when they really understand it um, are afraid of correct it leaves yeah. them with nightmares yeah. or, or worries uh, let alone of course you know what, what's happened in recent decades with poison candy or you know lollies uh, and, right. and some kids that have been abducted etc when they've gone out now that's why most parents go with their kids these days if they are engaged in this sort of thing mm. uh, but you know, children don't have the wisdom to choose what's best for them. Yes. You know, they're captivated by lollies and by dressing up, and they just really follow along with what other people are doing. Correct. Um, even to the point of play acting, um, <clears throat> the the sorts of uh, uh, calling up or conjuring up of spirits and that sort of thing um, at the time of Halloween. Um, and, uh, you know, Basically, what we're doing when we allow for this is we're, we're allowing a foothold mm-hmm. of the architect of Halloween, the architect of death, Satan yes. himself, yes. into the young mind and heart of our children. Wow. Uh, that's just how uh, critically important it is to to be fully aware of what's going on at mm. that time of year. Um, and so the other thing too with this is that this is, in, in many respects, if people want to uh, leverage uh, your emotions, yes. they'll work through your kids. And and so Satan knows how to use our soft spots mm-hmm. for kids to, to his advantage. Yes. Yeah. Um, and him, the more pressure that's involved with this in terms of dress-ups and, and lollies and you know, everyone else is doing it and all the yeah. commercialization of it as well, makes it so much harder for a parent to say no. Yeah. You actually need to know why. Exactly. Um, that's the case uh, that, that we, we don't want to be involved in this, uh, you know, Harry or Sarah, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, um, when we think about that, how can we successfully communicate that to our children? Because as adults, <clears throat> hopefully we've got the maturity yes. to, to see that this is, this is a, an event or an occasion and festival that doesn't, um, that, that, that doesn't really Warrant our attention or right. or our affection, uh-huh. um, but uh, here, here's some things which we'll tend to be bombarded with right. at Halloween time. So one of these things is, uh, hey, uh, where were you? Where, where are you? Aren't you going to come and join us? Yeah, yeah, don't abandon us. <laughs> Peer pressure there. Yeah, um, uh-huh. but you know, we, we're called to to not be people pleasers, but to yeah. be God pleasers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and likewise, people will say, well, you know, it's just, it's harmless. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, but really, it's built upon a lie. Correct. You know, it, it's, uh, and wherever you've got lies, you've got trust issues. Yes. But, but, yeah, it's built upon this lie that, uh, that was told way back there in the beginning in the garden mm. when the serpent said to Eve, you will not surely die. Not surely die. You know, um, and, and. You continue and, on living. You continue. Even, af- even after you die. Yeah. Into maybe another love form. That's Who knows? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, mm. and, and that it's really, um, it's really you that have the power over wow. life and death, mm. not God. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you, know, you don't need to worry about, about yeah. God and what God thinks. Just do whatever you please. But isn't that the whole Peter Pan thing that uh, Disney World has been, you know, through media once again, mm. pumping out there? Ah, oh, you go to another, uh, what do they call that land? Uh, I don't know. Never, never land. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in that uh, life is taken from these uh, physical, literal, real life that we live. And we are, we are told that actually you can go into a different life form uh, even after you die, obviously, mm. here. Uh, this is played, a, played, played on a lot, especially in some of the um, Disney uh, films. Uh, it, it's quite interesting that, yeah, it's pushed out in media. I guess that's what I'm saying, mm. in many different ways and different uh, uh, angles. Very true. Right. Uh, it's just really more <coughs> a promotional right. uh, material to, to build upon the lie that was way back there in the beginning. Mm. And that, that lie um, was, of course, spread by, by the devil. Right. And uh, Jesus had this to say in John chapter 8 and verse 44. He said, um, speaking to, by the way, uh, to a group of people who were accusing him of certain things, right. which just weren't true, uh-huh. uh, he says, you're of your father the devil, and uh-huh. your will is to do your father's desires. Mm. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Mm. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Wow. So, you know, when we when we chase after and, and allow our lives to be um, uh, to be informed by and directed by mm. a web of lies. Yes. Uh, then we actually uh, are essentially acting as agents, uh-huh. as children of the devil. Yeah, that's that's a sobering thought, isn't it? Yeah, These are strong is, words of Jesus. Yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, and so we don't want to be children of of the lie. We want to be children of the truth. Yes. Uh, and knowing, of course, that in being in the truth, the truth will set us free, and the truth will help our children to grow up uh, much more mature and able to grapple with the true and real realities of life, rather than the superstitions and the uh, uh, the. Uh, the, the dark practices of the occult. Correct. Oh, dear friends, we are going to come to a short break. But just before we come to that break, I found this statement to be very important for us to always keep in our minds. It comes from, once again, one of my favorite authors, uh, and that is a devotion that has been put together called Conflict and Courage. On page 32, we find this line which says, Man will rise no higher than his conceptions of truth, purity, and holiness mm. around this time of the year let's think about that and just like pastor hugh was just sharing with us that uh, we do not want to be associated or be called or, be, or become eventually you know uh, the children of the enemy and so we come into a break and the song which we have here is the uh, is the song um uh seek first by carly fletcher enjoy and we'll be right back Another brand new day And there's so much to do My head hurts I reach for my phone And I see a pile of dirty clothes My schedule's 
in your thoughts on 04888-80811. That's 04888-80811. Hey, that's the same number that you can use if you're interested and I highly recommend this following giveaway. The new KJV, New King James Version uh, of the Bible with Mark Finley's study uh, guides or uh, helps at the back of the Bible. A beautiful gift, a Bible with study guides at the back of it. This gift is yours, can be yours today. Um, if you want to claim this free offer, all you have to do is send the code word SA141. SA141. That is SA abbreviated for South Australia, 141. Yeah, and you have to send that to the number 04888. 
11. This is a beautiful Bible to have, and uh, our friends are highly recommended. Welcome back. Uh, seek God first. Uh, seek first the kingdom of God. Uh, the song was saying there. What a what a uh, uh, a message. Uh, and uh, I pray that uh, we would um, seek to put God first in all things, uh, even um, in this uh, world in which we are bombarded with so many things. And yeah, once again, our theme for this week has been how compatible is Christianity with Halloween and the subject or the topic for today is the media peer pressure and biblical Christianity and so Pastor Hugh has been helping us to uh, understand how uh, as Christians we can navigate through the uh, the uh, the bombardment of uh, uh, media and uh, the occult and the dark uh, world, uh, um, all these uh, uh, evil things that surround us today. And today, in this month, well, you know, there's a lot of that all around us. And so I want to come back to you, Pastor Hugh, and ask, what else can we do or can we um, uh, learn from Scripture? What else do you have to share on this subject? Yeah, I think it's important for us to, when we consider what God has to share with us, uh, to, as the Apostle Paul says, not to be tossed to and fro by every wave and every wind of doctrine or human cunning or craftiness and deceitful schemes. Now, of course, Halloween is all about deceptive schemes. Correct. Uh, it's about uh, being deceived by uh, by seemingly by seeming apparitions of dead loved ones, yeah. and and to. Uh, delve into a world where we uh, are honoring, reverencing, uh, and mm. giving our time, affection, and devotion to uh, something which is all about uh, death and and uh, destruction, mm. rather than life and light and eternal joy with wow. God. And uh, so it, it really is that stark a difference, mm-hmm. uh, a massive difference, in fact, between the two. The two, the twain shall never meet. Correct. Um, you know, what, what has light got to do with darkness and darkness with light, as the Bible tells us? Mm-hmm. So how can I resist this, the pre-pressure and the right. social media influences that come along with it? Uh-huh. Uh, well, I think one of the things we need to ask ourselves is, well, why am I being so influenced by this in the first place? Uh-huh. You know, what, what is most important to me in life? Uh, and uh, is it because I'm controlled by the thoughts about what others think about me? Hmm. Uh, or, or is it because I'm afraid of what they might say? Is it because right. I'm not sure if I'll have the right answer? Uh-huh. You know, um, or I'm not really sure what I what I believe, and I'm still working it out. Right. Well, then the Bible says, "Test all things, hold fast to that which is good." Correct. You know, and uh, to examine these things, and and to <clears throat> to look at the results of uh, these, you know, one practice versus another. Uh, not getting involved and engaged in something that you're uncertain about mm. until you really know what it's about. Uh, and yeah. uh, I think that's that's a, a good word of advice, Correct. if anything, for anyone. Um, yeah. And also sometimes we, we worry about losing our status, losing, you know, being as a friend, um, or what people are going to say about me when I'm not around, behind my back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and what, what this all comes down to uh-huh. is it's summed up by one phrase, okay. the fear of man. Um, it's the opposite of a reverent, deep respect and love and admiration for God. Mm. Uh, instead, we have this fear of missing out, fear of uh, not being attached to and, and uh, being involved in uh, with others and being popular or accepted uh, with, with those around us, with the crowd. Mm. Uh, and, but at the baseline, it is a fear of man, a fear of, right. a fear of others. And, and God has come to set us free from fear. Perfect mm. love casts out fear. 
Wonderful. And uh, <clears throat> what we're seeing here with, uh, with these sorts of peer pressures that lead us down a path like Halloween is that uh, we're willing to go wherever as long as it's with the crowd. Mm. Um, so how can I resist that? How can I resist having the, you know, this, this fear of man mm. that uh, leaves me anxious uh, and uncertain yes. as, to, as to my path? And, uh, you know, one of the things we need to really resolve is something that you mentioned before, uh-huh. and that is, you know, what is our first and foremost affection? Mm. Where is our first love? Wow. And uh, the Bible says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Wonderful. So not just part of your mind, yes. not just some of your affections, yes. and then, but I'm going to dabble over here. I'm going to compartmentalize my life. Mm. What we're really saying is I'm going to have this on the side, and Lord, um, you're just going to have to you know, have, have what I've got left over. Um, and and that, that's not a, a, a deep, uh, abiding, committed love for God. Uh, and so the first step in being able to resist the peer pressure is to decide to live for God alone, mm. uh, to love him, um, and, and to be, uh, to, for our biggest fear, Wonderful. is to be outside of the love of God. Mm. Yeah, because, look, his love is 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 so wonderful. Yes, and his love is never ending. Right. Um, but we can take ourselves out of the circle of his influence and start to live our lives within the influence of of other uh, other agencies in, yeah. in the world, such as the Father of Lies, which is you know he's he's after all the sponsor of of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the other thing we can do is not only to to say, look, I'm going to make God first in my life, but rather also, in addition, is to say, uh, well, like the Apostle Paul says in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, he says that do not be deceived, yeah. which again fits with where we're going to with here with Halloween. It's, it's a yes. festival based upon deception. Bad company corrupts good morals. Yeah, and if our yeah, focus is yeah. upon, you know, upon uh, upon darkness and upon uh, morally revolting things, mm. what the Bible calls abominable, yes. then uh, really we are allowing our good habits to become corrupted. Um, and you know, deep down, we know who's influencing us in the wrong way, and we might say, "Well, yeah, they're my friends, or they're, they're the people I like to hang out with. <laughs> uh, if I stand up to them, they're going to reject me. You know, what yeah. am I going to do?" Yeah. Uh, but if I continue to spend time with with those particular friends, or if I spend continue to spend time with uh, uh, in in those atmospheres or in those environments, such as Halloween, um, then I begin to become more like yeah. what what they represent, uh, yeah. and it leads us into unnecessary paths and temptations. Uh, and, and so, it's important for us also to acknowledge that, uh, as Peter says in First uh, Peter three verse seventeen, he says, "It is better if it is the will of God." To suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Mm. For, to suffer for doing what's right rather than to suffer for doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Or going wow. the wrong way. Wow. Um, and, and he follows it up by then saying that um, you know, we, we need to be ready to give an answer for, uh, you know, for our faith, mm-hmm. you know, for who we are, yes. uh, with gentleness and respect. Yes. So we need to just be very gently firm right. and respectful. But make sure that there's a boundary. You know, Pastor Hugh, what I'm hearing here is this um, need to have a composure, mm. to be at peace, to uh, understand your self-worth to God, to understand mm. your identity, and not yes. be moved by every wind of doctrine, every pressure. 
you know, just being tossed to in this uh, uh, sea of uh, influence and this and that, just to be that person who has that serenity and having that anchoring God. Mm. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. And that is what Jesus uh, um, promises for those who trust in him, isn't it? He'll it is. give you that peace mm. uh, that, uh, that will keep you calm amidst the storms. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. It, it really is. And, and we need to be mindful of the fact that, uh, um, as Paul says in Galatians 1.10, that you know, are we now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I was trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. Yeah. So as we, as we're trying to please others and, uh, and trying to fit in with the crowd, we're actually no longer living as servants and as companions of Christ. Mm. Um, so it's, it's so important for us, um, not to be enticed into things that we know are not going to be good for us. Yeah. Uh, and that in fact, uh, have no enduring moral value. Yeah. Uh, for us or for our children, for that matter too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd really encourage, particularly parents out there, if, if your if your children are really clamouring to be a part of uh, Halloween, do find alternatives. Yeah, um, find it, make a family tradition of your own uh-huh. that is not anything related to Halloween. Uh, that's not centered in that, but it's rather centered in Christ. Mm. It could be Reformation Day. Yes, uh, it, it, it could be um, uh, something else um, that that you do together as a family. Yeah. Um, but uh, whatever it is, uh, make sure that it's not about you know, ghouls and ghosts and uh, and the dead, but yes. rather about the Lord of Life who won victory over death mm. uh, and uh, and has opened up eternal life for us and loves us unconditionally. So uh, that would be my advice for parents out there, and yes. I think it's good advice for anyone really yes. as to how we're going to live our life. Um, you know, make sure it's about those things that uh, that uh, are, are not momentary, that will not pass. Uh, because, you know, death is about passing, isn't it? Correct. But rather instead it's about what will endure and what will, what will last and what will have lasting, mm. um, lasting, uh, make a lasting difference in Correct. the life of our children and of ourselves. We use this time to, to, to spend, um, time with them and to pass on to them values that, uh, that are centered in who God is and who, who God is calling us to be. Correct. You know, that reminds me also another, uh, text that uh, I have always used as a, as a guide in decisions that I make is uh, Philippians 4, 8. Yes. Uh, where uh, Paul says, finally, brethren, whatever mm. things that are true, whatever things that are noble, whatever things that are just, whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are lovely, whatever things uh, are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Mm. So that's a wonderful guide. It is. Well, Thank you, uh, Pastor Hugh, for sharing with us on this uh, timely subject, um, media, peer pressure, and Christianity under the theme, uh, uh, how compatible is Christianity with Halloween? It's truly mm. been a blessed time, as you've shared from Scripture, and gave us a uh, 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 an understanding of uh, how we can respond as well as to what we should do, uh, or even the mind frame, mindset, rather, that we should be in as Christian. This has been a blessing. Can we pray for those uh, who uh, 
uh, uh, um, wrestling with what to do at this time of the year or who are mm. maybe uh, harassed by what they're saying. Mm. Uh, do you mind offering a word of prayer? Let's Pastor pray. Here? Father God in heaven, we want to thank you that you've given us uh, wisdom from above. And we pray, Father, that uh, we will not fall into the company of the foolish, but rather walk in the way of the wise. And, and Father, that we will uh, not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Uh, so, Father, we pray that you'll help us in this regard. Uh, and Lord, uh, not to be fixated upon <laughs> upon death and upon uh, uh, upon destruction and upon uh, the taking of life, or for that matter, of uh, those things which are creepy and, and and fill people with fear, but rather instead that we focus upon you, who is the source of all life and strength and hope and our future, uh, Lord. We, we thank you that you've given us not a dead-end past, but an open door into the future through Jesus Christ. So, Father, may our fo- focus be upon not Halloween, but upon the one who is altogether holy. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.